just three regular guys with a podcast. Why is it a big deal, though? Like, I don't understand why. Like, what is... Because I didn't think you knew anybody. Who can laugh at each other's expense. And right there, my knee was just... <laughs> <laughs> Who have the utmost confidence in each other's athletic abilities. Sub five. You're a sub five oh, on one of them little tricycles with the little bleep bleep uh, air horns on the... <laughs> and whose guests absolutely love joining them on the show. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> You got some nerve really asking. <laughs> <laughs> the Chupin' It Up podcast starts in three, two, one. Chupin' Up podcast. Hooper. Episode. Oh, I could probably just from here. Oh, wow, that's nice. That's even. That's even better. I don't have to get up to the computer. This we're, is great. We're coming a long way. Listen, we're here. 24 episodes in. It was about time we figured 20, something out. Today's 24. 24. Um, nice. How did you enjoy the, the 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 screen right before we came on? The nice little picture of Jack's happiest moment. That time you met Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> That's probably when we called in last time. That's what that emotional moment was. You think he's got that framed up somewhere? Yeah. If he doesn't. He we will. no if if he doesn't Christmas maybe card. we yeah as like a podcast Merry Christmas the three of us like Chup. you me and the other guy who's not here yeah, currently yeah yeah the yeah. three of us that only the three of us two of us are here right now yeah maybe we chip in okay. get that thing framed for him send it to him with shipping the way it is these days he might it might be Christmas 2022 before he gets it but Tanner could give it Tanner could send it when he's going down the turnpike <laughs> I thought you were gonna see. Say uh, maybe Tanner can pull some strings from his former place of employment and see if he can get it expedited. <laughs> They're not doing him any favors. <laughs> Steve, we, we got we know Steve someone in the might. shipping. Steve, right. can you get this to Jack before it is Christmas? Yes. Yeah. So yes. Uh, Steve will hand deliver it. I think Steve's got it. He's a. It's pretty much like our fourth host. Right. Yeah. So uh, two weeks it's been since the big old uh, alumni game episode. What a debacle. <laughs> You laid a goddamn egg. I didn't. Um, so you didn't. I did. Okay. All right. But not, it wasn't just me. Don't act like it was just me. So I had. Uh, I was telling you before we before we started recording here. Our guy Runko. Yeah. Reached out to me today, saying that he was listening to the podcast Actu- from two weeks ago. Yeah. Asked me how the alumni game went. Told us we should get Maze on the episode or on the podcast. Asked me how it went. Yeah. My response was, "Well, we're recording tonight, so you could listen to it." But I'm just going to say that between the three of us that were on that podcast that played in the game, we scored a combined six points. So if that gives you any indication of how it went for uh, the Chupin' It Up podcast in the Mid-Valley alumni game, there it is. I was on the NFHS broadcast. How was that? With Noah. It was good. It was it was a good time. A good time. I mean, yeah, you had a bunch a of different guests come up. I know at halftime, me and Steve came up. Yeah, absolutely. You and, guys graced us with your presence. And uh, but uh, Matt came up. And but I scored as many points as you in the game that night. True. With a, with a headset on. It's accurate. Um, also, what did I say? And I wish Tanner was here. I wish he was here because as soon as I saw the roster, and I saw on the other team, it was first quarter. Uh, Matt Tanner, Steve Galley, Bob Galley. What did I say to you when you walked in? I showed you the roster. I said, 
they're, these MFers are going to like trap me at half court. They're yes. not going to allow me. And right. of course, they what did they do? Half court, half court trap. I, I mean, I you were doubled. I was doubled. Hey, it's respect. I did not turn they, the ball over. They respected your game. That's it. I had to get it out of my hands. I was being That's a good it. team player. And at That's the end right. of the first quarter, awful first quarter. I think. I thirteen, think was, I think, yeah, thirteen uh, total points were combined. I don't know if you guys score that many points. I said, to- yeah, but we it did might have, have been the lead, like six four at the end of the first quarter. White team had the lead. That was that was the team I was on. So I did my part. You did your part. Um, also, uh, Mazak told me that he was going to facilitate for me, so I could get to fifteen. That went out the window real quick because every time he touched it, it was it was like he was like he was back in misericordia just every time Launch he touched him. it. It's like I had to get a feel for it. I had to see one go in. He's still waiting to see one go in. <laughs> he just started following us on social media, so hopefully he listens to this one. Love you, Maze. <laughs> Love you. Um, but yeah, no, it was interesting. Uh, it, was a, it was a good day. It's always a good event. I'm glad we're we're back at that from COVID. Had a great time. Yeah, it was a nice, uh, somewhat return to normal. Yeah, yeah. You know. So uh, obviously the uh, the graphic, the the big thing that we're going to talk about, college football playoff. I don't want to get there just yet because okay. you being a athletic trainer, I love. I don't love when injuries happen in sports. Right. But I enjoy getting your take on it because you know you kind of take a deep dive and you let. Usually it's two of us, you know, dunces in terms of when it comes to that <laughs> stuff, like who don't know what's going on, us uh-huh. normal people right. who aren't in that world, right. kind of give us an idea of what's going on. It's only me today, but the people out there You're that might enough. be listening. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Runkle will know. Runkle will give you a great report card yes. on this one because yes. you're going to go deep dive on. Well, easy on the deep dive. Maybe. I mean. Yeah, all right. More than that, I can do. It's not that of an exciting injury. It's but not. Go ahead. But, all right, so uh, Paige Becker's the reigning. Uh, Bukers. Bukers? Is that I how you say right. it? I hear, I don't know. Bukers, make, Beckers, make it I... a chupol. Yeah. Bukers or Beckers. Bukers or Beckers. <laughs> team Buker or Team Becker? <laughs> uh, the reigning uh, women's NCAA player of the year, she left the game the other day with, what was the injury? I, I can't. Tibial, tibial plateau fracture. Yeah. And so she's going to be out for two months. I asked you about it yesterday because I saw the video uh, I saw the video on TikTok uh, of her. Said she just went. She dropped down to get by a girl, the girl who's defending her, and then she just came up and couldn't put weight on her leg. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I didn't I didn't watch the the clip. I didn't see the injury um, just until you'd mentioned it right before we started recording here. And uh, the little clip I saw on YouTube uh, was the replay from the FS1 broadcast that the game was on and uh and initially looked like it was more of a hyperextension injury there of her knee i think that's what gino said after the game he's like uh it looks like she just hyperextended hopefully nothing serious she'll get an mri and yeah yeah i mean the tibial plateau fracture um sometimes when he first said it to me that that's what it came out as today in the news a lot of times that could be um it could have been an ACL because of, depending on, again, there's a, a, a variety of ways you could fracture your tibial plateau. Well, so what is, like, what is the tibial, so the tibial plateau? Tibial plateau, your tibia is the shin bone, mm-hmm. right? So that shin bone comes all the way up, and that's the bottom part of your knee. So your ACL is attached into the 
the middle if we're looking down an aerial view of your your knee yeah into that tibial plateau so you have almost like a the table of your knee so it's like closer to like like is that like the specific fracture is it a it's a specific spot uh on her not necessarily not necessarily because okay yeah because it's uh it's basically lumped in as long as the fracture involves the tibial plateau. It's a tibial plateau fracture. Okay. Um, so you could have, you could have, uh, I had years ago when I was at West, I had a kid that fractured his uh, through, but it was a growth plate along the tibia um, and basically resected the, um, the anterior part of the tibia, the front part of your tibia. Um, up towards his kneecap uh, and basically would have been an ACL had he skeletally matured um, and that that growth plate was fused. Okay. So if that was fused, the only thing that would have given at that point would have been the ACL. Okay. So, that, so it kind of saved them. So, so, I, so when you first said that in, in terms of a tibial plateau fracture, I kind of was thinking maybe that's what happened with Paige. Um, but looking at that, clip of being that type of a hyperextension injury it kind of looks it seems to be more of like a a crush crushing type fracture so when you when you extend the knee that forcefully you'll get the bottom part of that femur um to smash down onto that tibial plateau okay and end up either cracking it, denting it, essentially, could be, uh, you know, termed a fracture as well. So is that fracture only going to happen, right? You said it's like, okay, the two bones kind of – is it because she's – obviously she's supremely athletic. Like, is it just – like, does something like that happen to more athletically gifted people that are able to generate more force? No. So someone someone as – ungifted athletically as you could could do that <laughs> yeah you could have done that a year ago sub five sub five forty forty yeah but listen and what was my vert on the vertex listen i don't want to hear that tie in was that in the 30s tie in, tie in when your knee collapsed last year and in, in march we're saving on, that for this we're video. saving that for the first uh first anniversary post, for the no for the first post game show when the animal's back we're gonna, we're gonna lead in with that so Animal. need, Animals got big nose. You yes, I know. I did. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Congrats. I, it I don't know night. if I don't think he listens to this podcast. I don't think it's on his. It's not about comic books or anything like that. <laughs> so I don't think he listens to this one. But if he does, well, give a big congratulations to our guy, Joe the Animal Boar. Joe Boar. Having uh, baby number two. Baby yeah, girl this girl. time. Yes. Congrats to him and Sherry. So, so now, congrats. Yeah. Congrats to the boars. And now, if we sell any of those boar mania shirts on the website, now it's we're going to have to split the proceeds between the two kids. <laughs> right. So go buy a. There you go if you're out there. So, big, big brother just learned his first lesson <laughs> in life. <laughs> yep. Division with with the addition there. Yep. Uh, addition by subtract. Subtra- no, no, division. We divided the profits because of the addition. It's division by addition. Don't start with me. Come on. Me like that it's, with it. it's addition and subtraction, division, multiplication. multiplication. And division. Yeah. yeah. So you just went addition and division. Well, they're two different things. 
They're not opposites. They're not opposites. They don't need to be opposite. I just. Another Paul. Paul. (laughs) Jesus. I think we could just run these right on Spotify, (laughs) honest to God. Holy good Lord. I see us peaking pretty good on these. It's probably because we're. Yeah, yeah, turn them down a little bit. Turn them down a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. All right. Uh, So, yeah, that was uh, a little more. A little more. Not as. That's no, you're good. good there. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. We're all right. Just got to hit the yellow. Just got to peek to the yellow. That's right. Um, yeah, okay. So you just – so eight weeks? Is it pretty much yeah, time for Yeah, I think, I think uh, now this is where the physically gifted and athletic part kicks in. She, you know, it's realistic she'd come back in six, if not even maybe a little earlier. Yeah. She'll, uh, she'll heal up a lot quicker than you or I. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like her – Russell Wilson coming back from his thumb thing half the time. Adrian Peterson winning the MVP after tearing his ACL six months prior. Yep. Uh, God, medical medical mysteries right there. Now, from the standpoint of the that's the that's that's the part of what I do that I enjoy most is that's the black and white answer of it. But there's obviously a, that gray area that you're working in in terms of at what point of the season are they at. Yeah. You know, where that six, six, let's say the six week mark is, do you rush her? Yeah, it's like. Do you kind of hold off a little if, bit? If it's what a, kind of conditioning is she going to be able to do with a. I'm sure she's going to be in the pool. I'm know? sure, uh, you know, Gino being one of the best basketball coaches, college basketball coaches of all time, he's, you know, his mind's national championship. So how do I peak her for the tournament? Whereas. Another less experienced coach would be like, all right, I need her back. I need her for the league. Yeah, I need her. Yeah, yeah we're trying to win the Patriot League title here. I need her back. Gino's like, uh, I'm trying to win my you know 27th. What, you know what league they're in, right? You have no idea. Oh, UConn. No, I'm just saying, I'm not saying the coach of UConn. Yes, they are in the – actually, no, it's not. They're still in the Big East, right? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. I think they're in the American, American Athletic. Conference. There's not a is there a big there's not a Big East right there the is. Big East no there is there's I thought the American East, but it's it's very small yeah it's not big anymore it's not big it's just the East a little East ah uh, yeah it's just okay the east. so she'll be back I imagine he's he's gonna make sure that she's a hundred ready to yeah if yeah. you have a you have a kid like her you, you you stretch it out to that eight weeks yeah well let's not be on they're not hurting for talent they got correct yeah. I mean, they have one of our local own that potentially could go there. Go and take her spot. <laughs> Not take her spot, but well, go I mean, join her. Right, right. That'd be interesting. Gino, big Dunmore guy. He was here, was here a couple months ago. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'd like to take a couple rides up there if that yeah. happens, if she decides oh, to yeah. go there. Yeah. Watch a couple women's games up there. Put that on our For on our, our list of potential Sunday drives, right? Like Iona? Yeah. yeah. Iona? Yes. Any, anywhere close? Yeah. Maybe take the show on the road. Live, get a hot spot. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying. Here we are. Too. We need your support. <laughs> we don't know how you support us, but we need it. Donate. Come to my house. <laughs> drop money in my mailbox. <laughs> we'll put it to good use. Yeah. We'll be we'll be uh, presenting outside Yukon's arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a dude. Could you with a folding table? Now let's seriously. Ser- could you imagine last night if we were at the point okay. where we could take the show on the road, right. go up to the 48-mile-an-hour winds out there in Buffalo? <laughs> There's not one part of me. You <laughs> but could you just to see the show? 
that would have happened out there. Like that's a game. Yeah. That's a, a place that I got to get to. Like sooner rather than later. Like I gotta go see a Buffalo game while they're good. Like right. just to see the the atmosphere for the atmosphere. Uh huh. You know what I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I don't want to go. Did they win the game? They did not. Okay, because I didn't pay attention. But we ha- go ahead finish your thought. Like it's it's just one of those places. Like if you're not a fan, right? So. I went to Lambeau. I think anyone who's a football fan like the NFL should go see Lambeau. I'm obviously a Packers fan, but like Lam- it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just, if you're a football fan, a great place. Now, like I'm not thinking that like I don't need to go to you know Baltimore to see the Ravens. Like it's not somewhere that I need to go. Mm-hmm. I feel like Buffalo, just with the fans and the energy that's there. You got people squirting mustard and ketchup on. <laughs> other diving through tables like they don't have anything else to do while while they're like kind of good like i gotta get out there but no they did lose um mac jones rookie quarterback from the patriots who are now the hottest team in the nfl and a team that someone on this podcast picked to potentially come out of the afc for the super bowl actually my picks now early on i think we had a podcast where i said dumb picks by my part they're looking really good because now the washington football team are on like a four or five game winning streak they're in the wild card and the patriots currently are the number one seed in the afc but they won a game since you didn't pay attention last night mac jones rookie quarterback what when did he get drafted 15th okay through three passes okay three won the game won the game yep their running game is ridiculous like i don't know i'm not the trenches guy don't know blocking schemes. This would be a bore. This would be, you know, if he reviewed the film, he'd be great. Yeah. But it seemed like Buffalo, who has a pretty good defense, could not, like, did not even get close to one of the Patriots' running backs until eight yards after the line of scrimmage. Like it was just, like they were just blowing them off the the ball, and it looked like they weren't opening up like huge hole. Like you know what yeah. I mean? It, it wasn't like. It didn't look like that from football. Obviously, I'm not I'm not looking at that, but it just seemed like, okay, mesh of bodies, and then, oh, here goes the Patriots running back. Didn't look like he got touched. Ten yards, eight yeah. yards, six yards. They ran a lot. They won the game. Bill Belichick, all those people after Brady won the Super Bowl last year were saying, ah, it was probably more Brady than Belichick. Ah. I'm going to say we give them equal credit. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. again, Bill Belichick just won a game against a good football team throwing three passes. Mm-hmm. And I did uh, – I was becoming a fan of Josh Allen, but when people cost me money, <laughs> I start to turn on them. <laughs> so I uh, put a parlay in on that game. Uh, the under, which this was before I heard anything about the wind. It was 41. I'm like, yeah, it seems like a game where it will be like – 20 to 17. Both teams have good defense. So parlayed the under 41. Uh, Josh Allen to throw for less than 235 passing yards. And the Bills to win on the money line because I did think that they would come out on top. So Josh Allen wasn't the only one that failed you then. You had to hit the under. No, I hit the under. I hit Josh Allen's passing yards. They had a chance. Oh, so wait a minute. So he got you the passing yards. Under, yeah. So you're going to put this whole thing on Josh Allen? Because he had a chance to win the game, which I needed the Bills to do. He needed to do enough to win the game. And uh, he threw some of the worst. But, pa- you, but you just told me the, the Bills didn't stop their running game. So you can't put this on Josh Allen. But he had – so they got the ball. They got down to the red zone in the fourth quarter. 
Uh, couldn't get through a couple of terrible passes, right? Like off-target passes, which okay, wind, but you know you have a strong arm. I heard if you have a strong arm, good spiral, wind really isn't that big of an issue. Uh, so he made how many me. balls did you th- have you ever thrown in a thirty I, mile hour wind? Listen, I listened to uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, okay. another show that I think you could probably listen to right here on Spotify, right up there with uh, Chupin and <laughs> our podcast. Uh, and, cheap plugs. And um, yeah, he said it's really not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Uh, but he was only he only completed fifty percent, but he had two chances, so they get stopped. Field goal kicker comes out, misses. Would have made it fourteen thirteen. Mm-hmm. Misses a field goal. Missed an extra point. So why didn't the field goal kicker? But so then the Patriots get the ball wherever. It was a short field goal, so they get it on like their own 20. They go three and out, punt. I mean, the Bills were in the red zone again with a chance to win the game. And Josh Allen, he, he threw uh, probably one of the worst passes you might ever seen. I think he had a guy like wide open running a post, and he threw yeah. it five yards behind him. But he, it was actually closer to the next receiver right. that was also running a post than the receiver that I, he was intending to throw the ball to, which is – so as much as I like Josh Allen, he's starting to go down my – Gotcha. Because he cost me money. Gotcha. Well, I was going to tell you, late last week we had a uh, football league dinner. Yes. Coach Kazanitz was in attendance with us. Big we Bills guy. Talking. Big Bills guy, right? We were talking about the week, the weekend ahead. And he said that he would be going through a table at his house as long as the Bills won. So, obviously, from table. what you told me, yeah, the table's not not broken right now. So He's won, so he's the Bills guy I know. So I told him a couple times during football season, hey, when you go out, I don't care who they play. Like, I will go out with you. Like, I will go out to Buffalo to see a game. Like, I don't even care about the game. Yeah. I could care less who they're playing. Right. I don't even care if I walk inside the stadium. Has, he, just, has he gone to Buffalo? This year? Yeah. Like, oh, I think he goes. I, yeah, he told me he had a couple planned, like yeah. after football season. Uh-huh. After football, before track. Like, So I think he's going to one in early January maybe. So Did he tell you to come along yet? No, he said he would, but he did not. So I don't think I'm getting the invite there. Another two poll. Does Hoop get the invite? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Okay. So what do you got? Oh, uh, one last thing before we get. So we had some uh, other college football news. So we're almost at the playoff. We're getting there. Obviously, yeah. that's what this show is supposed to be based on. But there were some big coaching hires we did not get to talk about. The carousel. Carousel. This is probably the huge best. Huge year. Yeah, huge, huge year. year. Starts off with what? Was LSU li- was the opening first. We knew that. Well, yeah, they fired Orgeron, what, like? Weeks ago. Yeah. Then... USC came up open. So they were your two big ones that had to be filled. And then Florida also told Mullins to kick rocks too. Because even under like the Will Muschamp years, they always had a good defense as a Florida fan. Uh And their offense stunk. So Mullins is supposed to be the offensive guy. Yeah. Not only did our offense stink, but now our defense also stinks. Yeah, and and, and no no, uh, disrespect there, Hoop, but I'm not considering uh, the Florida opening. Not anymore, yeah. As part of this, yeah, awesome carousel no, that's happening. And, and it wait, 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 even, wait. Even if you want to sit here, I know you're a Florida fan. Wait, wait, wait. You want to say they're the greatest program in the I'm world? I'm not going to say that. But but how are you? They still don't. Even if you called them that, they still didn't contribute to the carousel. You just wanted to throw a Florida plug. I, 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 it's an SEC school, like a big time, right? That was just in the SEC championship a year ago. Sure, would have shot to make the playoff, right? 
But my thing is, what makes so I understand it's not like historic. Yeah. Is that what you're basing it on? No, I'm just busting your chops. Okay. I'm just busting I'm your saying, chops because they're down right now. I'm saying Florida. Like when was like the USC hasn't really been a like a real strong potential factor to win a national championship since Pete Carroll left, and Correct. that was oh, that was a decade ago. Absolutely. So, but again, USC was part of the carousel. That's all I'm saying right now. You just you just had a you had a veer just, off towards just Florida. Just because I wanted to, I want to talk about Napier at some point. That's fine. Okay. Okay. All right, and then uh, so the openings happen. Right. Yeah. The two openings, two big openings. They're asking after Lincoln. after one game. They're asking Lincoln if he's going to LSU. No way. Next day. Lincoln Riley's going to USC. Da, Did not da, lie. Da, da, Didn't da, da. lie. By the way, huh? you're really bringing some class to the show. I appreciate it. I'm all, appreciate all snazzed, it. snazzed up. Appreciate it. I was thinking about Is this the new dress attire? Like we went in the summer. We obviously go with the uh, Hawaiian oh. theme on your deck. Like, is this the new attire? This is the winter wear. Do I got to yeah. bring sweater next week? No. Okay. No. All right. Just making sure. Okay. Anyway, so Lincoln, USC, USC now opens Oklahoma, opens Oklahoma. Uh, I think it was the next day. Oklahoma, they have, I think they had the top recruiting class. Yeah, three of their three three they of their top bounced. recruits are like gone, and I think the quarterback, five star quarterback, I think he's the second best in the class behind Arch Manning. Yeah, he's going to USC, so he committed, and then uh, Oklahoma. The big news there was that Bob. The old ball coach, Bob Stoops, Stoops, like, I'm in. I'll coach the... uh, Steering the ship for the end of the year. Yeah, I'll coach the uh, bowl game. Yeah. But uh, they just filled their position yesterday. Brent Venables. How do you you feel about that one? It's going to be very interesting. I like the hire. uh, Outstanding defensive coordinator. Is that why... Them going to the SEC, is that why you think that was the hire instead of another, like, hot offensive guy like you obviously need to have yeah. a good defense to play in the uh-huh you need to have a good offense but like right. your defense needs to be right like yeah. legit the, see and the and the thing is though the thing that makes this higher interesting to me to watch Oklahoma now and how they respond and how they progress is you're taking Venables who's an outstanding probably one of the best if not the best defensive coordinators in the country yeah. in the college game. He's making like 3 mil at Clemson. Right. He was But now you're putting the head coach hat on. Yeah. You know, you they're two distinctly separate jobs. So a guy with that much control over his defense, he might be able to pull off doing both for a year or two, but eventually he's got to hand the reins over to somebody else. Y'all can't be. How well do you delegate? Y'all can't you know? be Bill Belichick and Nick Saban and coach one side of the ball and still make it work. Yeah, you know, so that'll be the interesting part of the Venable situation there. Did I hear in? I feel like I heard was. Do you? I don't know if you know this, but was what was Venable's earlier like in his coaching career at Oklahoma? I feel like I heard that. I don't know. I feel like maybe under Stoops he might have been at Oklahoma. Yeah, I know he's got a very good pedigree. What specifically? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, so Gray, do you think, I'm not sure, like obviously a big thing in college is how do you recruit? Right. So I don't know, I don't know if he was out on the trail, you know, at Clemson at all, but like, or I I would think he had to have some type of responsibilities on recruiting because of, uh, probably recruiting defense. So now he's got to try to get quarterback. Like he's got to bring some people in, but, uh, what do you grade the higher? 
like letter grade? Um, I'll give it a B plus right now. Okay. Um, so USC. All right. So we'll go with that one. So Oklahoma's old coach Lincoln Riley. We talked about it. Bounces yeah. to USC. Obviously he brings this high powered offense. Um, something that Oklahoma has not been good at since he's been there is their defense has been atrocious, and that's why every time they get into the college football playoff, they get small because they might put up 40 points, but they give up 50. Uh So um, how do you think he's going to fare in USC, and do you think he left because he didn't want any part of the SEC, and he's like, I could probably dominate the Pac-12? 100%. I think it was a great hire on USC's part. Yeah. Splashy hire. They Outst- needed one. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding coach. Um, yeah, I mean, the defensive component to that is much different in the Pac-12 than the than the SEC. So, you know, you're, uh, you're kind of slinging the ball all over the place in the Pac-12. So that kind of fits his, his persona a little bit. Um, I think, though, overall, it's a, it's a great hire by the Trojans of USC. How about that contract? Guys, family, I need a you – know, you, your family can have a private jet. Yeah, access to it whenever you want. We're going to buy your houses in Oklahoma. Did he get it whatever he wanted? Oh, my Eddie? God. Jets, his family, yeah, wherever. And like they wow. Private jet for his family. Right. He had two houses in Oklahoma. Typically, they give you so many – it's not unusual to oh, get yeah. that perk. This is unlimited. But unlimited is – Oh, yeah. Yeah. Typically, and it didn't it's say like for him. It was like specifically like his family. 50 trips a year. Oh, yeah. Um, 50 personal trips a year on the – on the school plane, on the private plane. Yeah, and it was like he had two houses in Oklahoma. They bought him a both market value. They bought him a house in Southern Cal. I would have left too. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> don't. All right, don't tempt me. All right, you're throwing this. Listen, guys, it's a lot. Lots of money, man. Lots of in money the, in the game of it's not like college he's football it was, these days. His total contract is over. It's nine figures, right? I think 130 for 10 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you grade? That move, oh, I give him. I give him an A. And do you think? I give him an A. Do you think in the next five years he gets USC into the playoff? Yeah. Okay. Um, what else we have? Uh, we have. Uh, want to go to LSU? Ne- or, yeah. Or do you want to go to Florida next? We'll let you. Do you want LSU to be the grand finale or Florida? Let LSU. That's the better story. So that'll be the grand finale. Yeah, this Florida right. one is so f- because of you. Florida. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. When they hired Dan Mullins, yeah, I thought Dan Mullins was gonna be the guy to get us back to prominence, back to the urban days. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And again, last year was SEC championship game, but ever so, like every year, their defense started getting a little worse under Mullins. And again, SEC championship game, they couldn't stop. Alabama last year, Mac Jones threw for 500 yards on them, and they gave up 50 points, and that's what kind of did them in. Their offense was great. But in fairness, we saw what Alabama just did to Georgia this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They put up 41. They're different. On, this isn't and George, like. And Georgia's defense is legit. Yeah. So, go ahead. But, um, I mean, this year, at one point, they played Samford and gave up 50 points. That's an FCS school. I think I was at the Penn State Michigan game that, that yeah, day and that watching is, it on the watching the score come up on the So at that point if if Florida they won they ended up winning like 70 to 50 something but at at that point after the game if they're like yeah Dan see you, like, there, I would have been like all right I get it How 
when did he when did they make the decision? How long after that game? Two weeks. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it was close because that was one of their last games. So I think he made it through the season. I think mm-hmm. they fired him right after. But uh, Billy Napier, Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, I think you were asking about him. Obviously, you. you I think you sent in our in our group text me you and Tanner uh-huh. about it. Yeah. I feel like you were like. I didn't know anything about him. I didn't even get the alert on my phone. I didn't know until you said something. Yeah. Like, so I feel like you thought, like, you knew who he was when you sent the no, text. Because no. I'm like, I have no. No, I and didn't. I, and then I looked him up. Um, he was an Alabama assistant. And then I, he, so Alabama assistant. I want to say he went with, uh, who was the guy before? Uh, McElwain. Jim McElwain, who's okay. went from Alabama, so he left Alabama, went to Colorado State. Uh, Napier went with him. McElwain ended up getting the Florida job before Mullen, also stunk. Yep. Uh, and then Napier, I think, went back to Alabama, and then he's been with Louisiana Lafayette. And I mean, I, I just some of the stuff you hear about him. Yeah. Obviously, Louisiana Lafayette, they're ranked. I think they have a one loss. His record there is phenomenal. Obviously, Sun Belt, I believe they play in. Uh-huh. Not a big time conference, but right. but again, I mean, you you can you can only do this is his first head coaching job. You're going to start small. You can only do so much, right? So you got them to eleven and one, ranked in the top twenty five. Did really good. Sure, sure. Um, I heard uh, I was listening to something on ESPN. I guess uh, Ryan Clark, former Pittsburgh Steelers safety. His son, I guess, plays there. And that was one thing. I think they were talking about the Brian Kelly hire to LSU because he also uh, he went to LSU. Ryan Clark went to LSU, played at LSU. So they were asking him about that. And then he he brought up Billy Napier because um, his son, I guess, plays at Louisiana and <laughs> Lafayette. And he straight up told him, he's like, I like him because he came into my household and he told my son, I will not leave before my contract is up. And Ryan Clark's like, he honored his word. He was there for his four years that his contract. So he recruited, and he must, his son must be a senior. And, you know, got him his first so year his there. his contract is up this year. Yeah, his contract, yeah. So he's like, I, I will be here your, he's like, I will be here your four years. I will not leave before my contract is up. Yeah. And he honored that. So, like, right then and there, I like that. Mm-hmm. And from some of the things you, you say, like, he's – a little closer to Saban in terms of, like, he has his stuff together, like everything's going to be, like, a plan, like he's going to have everything, mm-hmm. eyes dotted, T's crossed, like. So I'm kind of excited about it. Not a flashy hire. Yes, right. Not a flashy hire. I think uh, Dan Mullen was the flashy hire when they got him from Mississippi State because he turned Mississippi State into a good program. But uh-huh. excited. We'll see how it plays out. Not knowing them, have you done? I'm sure you've looked into it a little bit. What would you I've, What would you grade it? I've not. Oof, I've not done too much homework on it. I, you know, I, a little bit when we were texting back and forth after the after the hire was announced. But um, I give I'll give them I give them an A minus. Okay. Um, I'm interested to know exactly why. Why him? He was chosen, right? Um. The uh, you know, and really understand getting into the weeds of the decision, but um, I am intrigued that it isn't the flashy hire. Um, and to the point of you know, conversely, from the discussion on 
Venables to Oklahoma. You know, Napier, Napier, I, I don't know. I don't know what side of the ball he's on. Yeah. You know, so he's that a- that could be a great move if he's, you know, he's not a brand name on one side of the ball or the other. Mullins, Mullins is more, off, you know, obviously offensively. Yeah, like I don't, but, I don't, I don't think he was a coordinator because I know his second stint at Alabama, I think he was like a wide receivers coach. Yeah. Like so, even if he was a coordinator, it was like for three or four years at Colorado State. Uh-huh. I would say if he was a receivers coach, maybe offensive, but like it wasn't like Venables is a. I don't know, decade-long defensive coordinator. Right. Like, so so what I'm saying is I think Napier, from hearing the organization and planning and all that, can be your manager. Yeah. And be that. Phil, check all those boxes as a head coach and be able to delegate then to his offensive, defensive staffs. Yeah. And, I, th- I mean, it's honestly, like you see in the NFL, teams like go after Belichick's assistants, never really works out for them. Like I can't name one Bill Belichick assistant that got hired as a head coach of another NFL team that has worked out. Right. Whereas Saban, on the other hand, I think I saw something on maybe like Instagram where, I mean, you look at his assistants. Well, Kirby Smart was there. Mm-hmm. He has the second best program in the country, and it's not just this year. Like, Georgia's been overall, yeah, top three team for the last, what, three years? Right. As long as Kirby Smart's been there. Um, Michigan State's coach is a Saban yeah, guy who they just hired. I can't think of his name. I'm trying to think of it myself. Um, Napier spent some time at Alabama. Uh, Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss was pretty good this year. Like his assistants, uh, Lane, Lane, Kiffin's, Lane Kiffin's still the kind of the he's a the stepchild uh, of the. Who else? Where's uh Where's Sarkeesian now? Good question. Sarkeesian was one of them. Yeah, uh, where he was. USC didn't work out for him, came back, and then got another head job. Texas, maybe? So I think Sarkeesian's at Texas. So yeah, we'll see how that one works out. And then uh, the guy, Brian Kelly. And I guess Notre Dame opened up, too, and they hired their defensive coordinator. I find it interesting that Notre Dame, like all their assistants, were like, we're staying. And yeah. all, a lot of very, stories came out. Very telling of that of, situation. Yeah. About, Very telling. Like this whole move, like which, which I think LSU. I'm just gonna go cut to the yeah, chase. Cool. LSU, I think took a took a dump on this one. <laughs> so well, you want you want to get their grade out of the way first? <laughs> I'm, I'm giving them a a D. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're paying you're paying Ogeron 17 million dollars to stay home. Yeah. And and you get a guy like Kelly, who did what he did at Notre Dame. Okay, great. And he was like t- t- what? 10 years. Yeah, what 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 is he going to do at LSU that you think is going to fix your quote-unquote problem that you have there? I mean because it's crazy. 2019 you're the, crazy. You're the best team in college football. Crazy how you say like their problem like 2 years ago. Right. They were the national champion. Yeah. Now they fired a coach and they had to go Yeah. Steal, like hire Brian Kelly, who now, again, you hire him. All these stories come out again. Like you said, yeah. all his assistants are like, and, "No, we're we're staying and, here." And and that's kind of like you know you go through and okay, it's I don't think it's necessarily the wins and losses because I said a couple weeks ago when LSU played Alabama, they they took them to the, you know, they had them up against the ropes. Yeah. What do you look like as the administration at LSU? 
had he pulled that off. You're pay, you've already agreed to pay this guy $17 million to leave, and he almost beat Alabama. What more do you want the guy to do on the field? So I think his off-the-field transgressions did not make a case for him to stay. So with that, you bring in a guy now who doesn't even know where the bathroom is yet at LSU, and he's already got questions about his character, essentially, and how he handles himself and conducts himself. Yeah. I don't know. What are you looking for, tigers? You know, I mean. Yeah, and uh, there was a story. I, I forget. Maybe it was Cincinnati. Maybe it was wherever he was before Cincinnati. But it was, uh, I guess, uh, Matt LaFleur, so the Packers head coach, and Robert Sala, the 49ers head coach, were like GAs yeah. on the staff. Right, so Brian Kelly invites him over to the Christmas party, right? Yeah. Right, they're on the staff. They're grad assistants, but like, all right, they're you know trying to break in the door. I guess they show up, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're not. You're just here to park cars and like like clean up. Like that's like that's a story that came out from him. I'm granted, it was however many however long ago, but again, you get that. You get the assistants now with like Freeman. I think Freeman, who's the new Notre Dame head coach, I think he was a Notre Dame guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he played at Notre Dame. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know much t- about Tommy, Freeman. Tommy Reese was the Did, offense coordinator. Right. He, he, it seems like he graduated three years ago. Like, I think so. Like, so right. they're Notre Dame guys, but again, you know, if you think it's a step up, like you're gonna you're gonna go with them. So the fact that he couldn't get a single assistant to like go with them to LSU. Yeah, but I think if. I think if he handled his business a little better, you might have gotten those guys. But, again, I don't know. You, you don't know how he treated these guys day in, day out. And and ultimately, a guy like Tommy Reese, Notre Dame's home. Yeah. You know, I mean, you really need a big, he probably big, ain't paying big for monster much. deal to, to pro- leave home. Tommy Reese probably ain't paying for much uh, in South Bend. So no. I feel like he was definitely a quarterback when they made it to, like, They've they've been in the college football playoff. I feel like he was probably the quarterback. Yeah, he he's got a South Bend Chevy dealer uh, deal somewhere. I think. Yeah. Uh, here's my issue and what I wanted to bring up. Go ahead. Like, right? I feel like Brian Kelly. Right? You could kind of sniff a bullshitter out. Right? A lot of people. Um, so on top of all the stories that are coming out, your assistant's not following you. Not a single one. You get to LSU. Right, you do a press conference. You're Brian Kelly. I think it might have been the first day he was there. Okay, I'm gonna play a clip from the the press conference. All right, take note of the sound. If this if this loads up, oh, we're gonna get an ad. I'm gonna turn that down. We don't want to hear the ad. <laughs> no, YouTube, no free advertisements on Listen, this. I don't have I don't show. have that YouTube red stuff. Uh, you know what I mean? This is just <laughs> just the free basic. I'm listening to the ads. I ain't paying for that. Brian Kelly, maybe. He's there. He's on the screen. We're hold on. We sound like this we're. This team at Notre Dame is a, is an outstanding football team. Um, He's in front of an LSU banner in the playoffs. All right. Um, and and sounds like they're a... not going to be coaching them. Okay. So, so you got, shut your mouth so I can listen to him. Um, we did our best. Uh, I wanted to get in front of him, and I okay. I was fortunate that I had that opportunity. Uh, is he to, saying he got in front uh, of him? I thought he left him a note. I thought he pulled a Bobby Petrino and just left yeah, him a note. He sent a couple guys text messages out. Great. It's all right. Yeah, right then and there. Uh, okay, so this is maybe two days later. Uh, he's at an LSU basketball game, really trying to rally the troops and try. Hopefully, we don't get another ad here. I'll let you know. Thank you. 
a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans. Okay. And to be part of I don't really care about what he's saying. Okay. Can you really develop, like, do you start developing a little southern twang in two days? Well, Hoop, I was down in <laughs> Alabama for three or four, and I did not come back with an accent. So. I mean, right then and there, it's like, all right, I'm going to play the, like, it's just, it's fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. I know now I'm going to Louisiana households trying to, like, that's going to be a big recruiting thing. Uh-huh. And I don't really need to go, you know, I don't really need to go too far out of here. I'm going to the south. So I need to be like them. Well, bud, we know you're not. Yeah. We Not yet. Yeah. Maybe three years from now, right. naturally, like or a year from now, two years from now, when you, like, that. that's the normal conversation. But that's just fake. Yeah. Be authentic, man. That's be just you. you being, yeah. Be you. So, like. For 10 years, I was indifferent to Brian Kelly. Like, oh, man, he's doing a great job at Notre Dame. Like, it's tough. Their academics are tough. They're not getting the the cream of the crop because their athletic sta- or their academic standards are so tough yeah. to get into. Um, but now, since he left, now I just think the guy's kind of, Kind of a snake oil salesman, kind of a kind of a Yeah. I mean right now all eyes are on LSU because you know, naturally you gotta see what happens in, in their own program, but what happens to Notre Dame now? Who uh You know what I'm saying? Like which there's a lot of egg on your face if, if you don't if if your program goes downhill and the other one that he just left goes through the roof, you know, or, or starts to succeed or I doesn't was, fall off at least. I was rooting hard for uh some some type of you know, all out chaos in the championship games because I wanted Notre Dame in the playoff. And if they made the playoff, I would have been rooting for them to, to win it. Right. Right. To, I would have been based on that storyline alone. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Just based on that. Right. Uh because now I think Brian Kelly's kind of a scumbag. You know what I mean? I just think he's just an ingenuous Yes. You know. I would not argue with you there. Yeah, so I was rooting for him. Unfortunately, Bama beat Georgia, so obviously you knew both of those teams were going to get in. Uh, Cincinnati won out. Oklahoma State lost to Baylor, so they couldn't jump Cincinnati. Happy for Cincinnati, but let's be honest. We know what's going to happen. Yes. They're going to get blown off the field. Yep. Um, so good for them, but this will be the probably first and last team <laughs> time a non-Power <laughs> yeah. 5 team gets in. Yeah, enjoy um, the hoopla. And then uh, obviously you had uh, Michigan. The Wolverines. The Wolverines. Uh, I saved them for laughs for a specific reason. Gold blue. So we have a close friend of the show. who been on a couple episodes. Uh, big time Michigan fan. Joked off the show real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big time Michigan fan. Um, and he's excited. Mm-hmm. And he actually, just from talking to him the last couple of days, you know, I wanted to get his practice schedule See if maybe he could jump yeah. on, be on yeah. the podcast, talk about his feelings. Couldn't make that work. He's like, I'll send you a statement. <laughs> Jack Kelly provides Jack us Kelly a statement. Jack Kelly provides us as maybe one, of the, maybe one of the biggest Michigan fans. So this is from a Michigan. Like, I don't like any of the teams in it. You don't. You're not a fan. Matt, if he was here, not a fan of any of the teams in. So, like, 
This is a biased. So Michigan fan, right? This is, is this their first time in the playoff. Have they been in it before? I don't think they have. I don't think so. So it sends me a statement. Yeah, first time in, right? Okay. I don't. I can't tell you the last time they actually he should won have did a video statement. I was hoping, and he he just like he did that Brian Kelly thing. That would have been cool. He shut that down. I said uh, an audio statement would be perfect. If it was a video, I would have plugged it right into the. I would have overlaid it over this. Um, but he did send me a statement and said I would not read it till I get on the podcast. I open it up, Word document, full page. Oh, come on, Jack. <laughs> Can I get in here? I don't, I don't think we could see it. but That looks like a goddamn press release. It's a, it's a full – it is, and literally I don't think you could see it. And it says, the top of it, this is how it's addressed. From He put time into this. I'll give him credit. From the desk of Jack Kelly. Oh, God. Uh, attention, Choop Sports Inc., Stephen <laughs> Hooper CEO, and Choopiverse. <laughs> Topic, Michigan football. Did he write it in memo fashion? Yep. Yep. Big Ten Championship recap and Orange Bowl outlook. I didn't ask for a recap, but we're going to read it. <laughs> Mr. Jack Kelly has, re- has released the following statement regarding Michigan's dominant— Did he write this or are you, re- you saying this? No, he. I am reading what You're he reading wrote. reading wor- okay. what is in All this right. memo. Okay. Mr. Jack Kelly has released the following statement regarding Michigan's dominant Big Ten Conference Championship and subsequent invitation to the FBS college football playoffs. So he gave us a statement and already started it in the third person. Yes. Good. Okay. And he said I had to be the one to read it because he didn't trust anyone else. Uh, I agree. Cause... Yeah, yeah, reading it. Yeah. Um, pretty much called you guys dumb, <laughs> like, for lack of a better word. Uh for reasons unknown, I have loved Michigan sports, particularly <laughs> football and basketball, since I was four or five years old. Again, did not know this was going to be now we're Jack Kelly's life. Jack this is your life. Yeah, yeah. This, this is an autobiography. Yes, this is the first it's, page. It's, it's yeah. actually a biography because he's third person. Yes. But local lore has it that I became mesmerized by the maize and blue winged helmets and the rest is history. And while I do remember their 1997 run to a national championship. Where's the local lord? The Dunmore Burger King? (laughs) Come on, Jack. Much of my fandom has been marked by heartbreak and gloom ever since. In fact, for most of the 2000s, Michigan football has been unable to get over the hump and lost countless heartbreaking games. See Michigan State 2001, Texas 2005, Ohio State 2006, Appalachian State 2007, that one was terrible, Penn State 2013, Michigan State 2015, Ohio State 2016. Shouldn't it just be like every Ohio State game because this was the... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this yeah, is the first much. one that Harbaugh won. He yeah. was about to get fired. Yeah, he was 0-8, yeah. right. Uh, all of which have caused me to fall into a chronic state of fear, sadness, anger, trauma, and pessimism. Makes sense why he was so happy when we called him the other day. That was paragraph one, by the way. We still have four more to go. Oh, my God. I will clip this so he could just listen to this part because he seems like he's a, an That's ego it. guy. So right. he's only going to want to listen to this one. Uh, similar to Penn State, Notre Dame, and Texas, Michigan football had fallen into a state where it seems to never live up to the height. Therefore, I, like most Michigan beat writers and national now he pundits, went back to the first person. Yeah, and apparently he's a beat writer and pundit. He's he's <laughs> lumping himself in with them. Yeah. Uh, was very skeptical of Michigan returning to glory, quote unquote, this season. 
I apologize for using the official slogan of Notre Dame football since 1994. <laughs> At the beginning of this season, it seemed as though 9-3 and three would exceed expectations. But boy, was I wrong. <laughs> the Michigan football team didn't just exceed expectations. They went 12-1, and 12-1, beat PSU and Wisconsin on the road. They went up to Madison. I thought we were Beat getting a, 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 just a recap of the Big Ten title no, game. No, I, I thought so, too. I, this is, again, this is on my part for, for, I guess, not reading it prior to. Yeah. But, like, I want to I wanna be like you guys and just yeah, there's get no, it live. Yeah, and, there's no more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're done. We review all content <laughs> sent to the show before the show. Keep it under five sentences. Yeah. Uh, the Michigan, again, uh, so where was I? Wisconsin on the road. Beat the crap out of Ohio State. Its first win since 2011, won its first Big Ten championship since 2004, and its first since the Big Ten championship game was introduced, earned its first trip to the college football playoff, and became the first team to do so when unranked to start the season. When did he send this to you? Yesterday. When did you ask him for the statement? Yesterday. He did this in a day. Oh, he might have sent it to me this morning. He must have. He might have woke up early to do this. <laughs> Uh, they conquered their foes on the field and critics off it and ultimately are now hailed as the champions of the Big Ten. Indiana's in the Big Ten, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why? Just, just wondering. Jack's able to write that they're the champion. Are you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> they took off into orbit for the moon and landed on Mars. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm trying to read it like I'm trying to make it epic, but I'm reading it. I'm like, what is this? Uh, and the best part, they are one of the most likable college football teams I have ever seen. Okay. They epitomize a team that has come together, played for one cause that is bigger than any one individual, and played with something to prove. They might not be super explosive or exciting, but they clearly are having fun on the football field. Aiden Hutchinson is the definition of a relentless and has dominated this season after foregoing the NFL draft. And he was just named for one of the finalists for the Heisman. Uh, Kenneth Walker from Michigan State, who probably should also be a Heisman finalist, is not. Just throwing that one out there. Um, Walker's not a Heisman finalist? No. No, no. He was not invited. This country shot. Cade McNamara has quieted the haters and doubters. Hassan Haskins has become a household name despite limited Division One offers and being deemed, quote-unquote, too slow. And then there's Jim Harbaugh. Is this where we go into two more paragraphs about Harbaugh? Yeah. Who not only took a pay cut to remain at Michigan. I imagine that was like, but you know, take like a pay every, cut. Everybody else in the country that took a pay cut because of COVID? Or it was probably take a pay cut or you're gone like Ben Roethlisberger this year. But I digress. Took a pay cut to remain at Michigan, but has silenced all critics. Looking at you, Paul Feinbaum, big time <laughs> listener of this show, Paul Feinbaum. We'll make Jack, sure it gets Jack's to him. Beat, right, beat writer rival or what? I guess. To lead Michigan into completely unknown territory, undoubtedly he has earned national coach of the year. You think so? Or I will give him that. Okay. That's probably the only thing right now I agree with it, Jack. Okay. I'm not sure what the college playoff College football playoff will hold for the Wolverines. Georgia is a very formidable opponent and might have too much talent to, for Michigan to overcome. I don't know. I think it's going to be a great game. But go ahead. 
Georgia's front seven defensively specifically scares me, especially with Michigan's style of play. I do not. I do know this. Based on its track record this season, Michigan should not be doubted. Pounding the table for he Jack Air. Pounded the table. Yeah, that's why I figured. Yeah. I could feel it while I'm reading this. Spit flying and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have one of those. One of those. <laughs> be, right now. Be a face shield. <laughs> <laughs> they have demonstrated tremendous leadership from the conclusion of last season to now, and they have owned being the underdog. They attack every day with a <laughs> they attack every day with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. They play with a chip on their shoulder, and they all accept their role and do their job, as if Jack is there every day. <laughs> He must have sources, and if he has sources and he's holding them out on us, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> no matter the end result, this season has replaced the scars of the past with pure jubilation. I am a believer. Go blue! That's the end of the statement. That's the end of the statement. Thoughts on the statement. Immediate thoughts on <laughs> Do you, want, you really want my immediate thoughts on yeah, this? Yeah, I didn't write the statement, so yeah. So here's the problem I have. Okay. I understand he's a very emotional and f- passionate fan. But if you wrote that in 24 hours, but he had to go through the season yearbook and, like, yeah, oh yeah, website. It took and, time. Like, yeah, so it took if, you, time. if you pulled all that stuff. For this. Without. Send it to us. Getting into, yeah, and sent it to us within that little bit of time. So 30 people can hear it. Yes. Essentially, what I know is, Kara, everything's going to be fine <laughs> because <laughs> you're not going to have to worry about Jack running off with anybody <laughs> because if he he's not picking up anybody at the bar with that kind of a statement and that kind of uh no what 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 uh, in the hell it took time I give like I give him credit and honestly. The Big just Ten from, Network should pick him up for that. Just by reading this, my I, I might have to text him after this. And he's uh, a he, math teacher. He he can, Jack. You should write a blog, Michigan yeah. blog, and just here's what we should Michigan do. podcast. Listen, uh, go ahead. Remember we had uh, our boy Noah Tanner on. Yes. Noah's the big uh, yes communication he's major. Going to be an ESPN anchor one I, day. I think we send Jack's statement. To Noah for Noah to critique. Jack's a math guy. Okay. And then maybe read the critiques next week on a podcast. Yes. Let Noah grade Jack's statement. Love it. Now, I really do think Jack, after that, could probably get a a following from Michigan fans if he did something. Like, he's, yeah. He he would get a following. I don't... And you know how he... Like, you you, uh, kicked kicked around the idea... Before, I guess, you thought it was too lazy to just, I don't know, pull out a laptop and start talking about Indiana. Oh, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I mean, we talked about, listen, this is pretty much, this is a network. I, I, I like to be behind the scenes, man. I like to yeah. produce. Like, I want I want to make this a, a platform, not chooping it up. Yeah, I can't talk to myself. Not not the chooping it up pod. That is, you know, me, you, right. and Matt. Right. Like that's, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck to this until. That's the mothership of the network. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm in it. Yeah. 
right? Like I'm, I'm well, in we the, could I'm kick in you the, out. We could, and you could have Steve. I mean, but then again, I'm talking to myself today. Yeah. If I, if it's not you. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think I can just sit here and listen to you guys talk, and just do this and you know set this up. Right. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. But I do enjoy producing the back end, the social media. Like you want to do Indiana? Hey, I, I can, I can set you up. I don't think you you're ever going up. to. Yeah. Jack, Jack wants to do a Michigan podcast, and you said you can't talk to yourself. You know, you know who could stare directly into a laptop camera and just talk about Michigan after that? Jack. Jack, and he would have no problem. So I'm going yeah. to try to do some back-end business deals here okay, and see if Jack potentially wants to get a Michigan because he can do football, basketball, a big Michigan guy, maybe a podcast here on the Choop Sports Network. That, that's what we're going to call it. Um, it won't be the mothership. It won't be the chooping it up pod, but I mean the flagship. Yeah, it won't be the flagship show. That's always going to be this. But like, I could probably help him out, make the graphics. I enjoy the uh, the graphic design stuff. I feel like some of the graphics I bring are pretty good. You enjoy them, absolutely. You know what I mean, hundred percent. I think last week is my my best work. Yeah. With the uh, the going on the Star Wars theme, I think that was great. But like, I want to start branching out. So I'm going to actually reach out to Jack after that statement. And see if he wants to wants to get his own Michigan podcast right here on the network when he's not tutoring and coaching basketball and teaching and whatnot. I mean, he found time to write that up. So I mean, Jack Jack was definitely he had his glasses on, <laughs> right? Do you think he had athletic shorts on with his white socks on, with like the and a white undershirt on, <laughs> sitting at the counter, his feet were hanging off the. I was gonna stool. Ask, I was gonna ask you. you. Think he? You think he wrote this while he was maybe on on the, on the toilet? You think he, morning dump? Was morning I thought you were gonna ask if he was bombed. No, no, no. You morning were, dump. Like ah, he takes a sip of his morning coffee. Oh, bowel smooth. Let me get the laptop. I'm gonna write this statement. <laughs> you you want to? Oh, I don't even know if I could. Please say it. Good, good. Uh, did I tell you the Tony Santagato story? No. So I, I referenced being at the yes, the, the banquet, the banquet last week, right? So sitting around the table, Tony Santagato to my right. Waitress comes over, asks if anybody wanted coffee after dinner. No, no, no. I said, Tony, you want coffee? No, no, I can't drink that right now. I said. Okay, I said, well, what's the matter? He goes, I, I don't want a day, want a day, and I won't, I won't be able to sleep. I have it in the morning when I get up. He goes, if I do it now, I won't be able to sleep. I gotta get up at three thirty for work. Okay, respectable. I said, Tone, question for you: If you drink this coffee now, would it make you go poop? <laughs> okay. Nah, he goes right. I said, Tone, before we left here. Before we leave here, would you have to go to the bathroom if you had that thing of wa- that that coffee? No, I don't think so. I th- I'd be all right. I said, would you make it home? Would you make it back home to the Mid Valley? Now we're up in the the Lakeland area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I said, you never shit your pants before. <laughs> I said don't and then don't you BS get... me. I said I did it once, Tom. Okay? He goes, <laughs> I, I did it once. <laughs> once. He goes, he goes, out of the blow, looks at me, says, well, one time coming from Wilkes-Barre, Dunkin' Donuts ripped right through me. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell off my chair. You almost, you almost shit your pants yes. for the second time. 
I will clip. Uh, this will definitely be a clip for sure. Uh, great you, story. You can send this one to Tony. Uh, got off topic. Yeah. So, college football. All right, we did our Michigan thing. We we got a fan. Uh-huh. I was I was getting ready to come in here and ask you and Matt like, do we do any of us think that it's not going to be a rematch of the SEC championship game? And then I've been talking to Jack, and then I read that, and I think I'm just I think I'm just rooting for Michigan at this point. Man, that but, that game I think, like I said, I think it's going to be a toss up game. The the matchups, obviously, you have Bama, Cincinnati. You think there's any shot Cincinnati gets Bama? Because like Bama hasn't no. been great. Like they've had a lot of close games. No. We had one where we were uh, in your office watching after like one of the basketball practices. They the Auburn, Auburn almost got. We thought yeah. Auburn was beating them. But that that's that's a rivalry game. Yeah. You know, I mean. The Iron Bowl, yeah. Yeah, that's a rival game. They're, those teams are up to play each other. They know each other way too well. Um, you, you can't. I mean, Alabama's struggled at times throughout the year. But right now, I mean, what they did to Georgia, what yeah. they did to Georgia is crazy. And, and to even the last thing Cincinnati needs is to rile up Alabama any further in the next Oh. 24 days, 23 days we got left before this game kicks off. Yeah. Um, I feel like Cincinnati thinks they want it. Uh, I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to be in the no. halftime locker room and be like, oh, gosh, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. is going on here? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that one's going to go too well. Yeah. I do agree with Jack. I am concerned with the Michigan's uh, Michigan offensively um, being as run dominant as they are. But on the other side, though, Georgia – I don't think Georgia's all cracked up. You know, they're they're run dominant as well. So I don't think it's going to be an, a necessarily a weakness. Um, now, either one going into an Alabama game would be a whole other story because by far Bryce they have Young's gonna the put best the quarterback. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, is and yeah. he's still only learning. And the second best is probably Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan has two quarterbacks. Right. Um, so that's obviously if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Although McNamara, he's like game manager. But again, last time they had two quarterbacks, he's well. last time they had two quarterbacks, it was Tom Brady and Drew Henson, and Tom Brady was the Cade McNamara in that situation, and turned out pretty well for that guy. Sure, yeah, he's forty-four. How old are you? Forty-one. Yeah, you're sitting here doing a podcast with me. He's forty-four, throwing forty touchdowns so, in the NFL. So good for him. Yeah. Um, but good, yeah, good thing I hung it up a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get on that TB12. Yeah. He looks younger now at 44 than he did at 24. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you think so? Alabama, you think, is obviously making it to the national championship game. What do you think about Michigan, Georgia? Because Georgia, before they played Alabama, my thing with Georgia is before Alabama beat them. Yeah. Like, they ran through the SEC. Like, they were, like, dumb. like they ran through it, right. and it didn't look like anyway. I didn't think Alabama was going to beat them because Alabama, again, granted rivalry, close game to Auburn. Probably yeah. should have lost. Uh, Florida somehow made it a close game. They only beat Florida by a point. Uh, like, so they had way more close games. Yes. Then they probably should have. Yes, there was there was more urgency from Alabama than there was Georgia in that football game. Yeah. Um with that being said, 
that's what makes this one interesting at Michigan and Georgia is Michigan has their sort of urgency. Um, Georgia has theirs because they got their wake-up call. So I mean, apparently we just heard a statement from one of the biggest Michigan fans, so it almost seemed like Jack was okay. Like this is like ah, we made it. Like I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Like if they lose, yeah, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure Jack's gonna Agreed. be pissed. Like, but uh, no, I the agree, fans though. are like, yeah. I agree because they got over the hump with beating Ohio State. They got over the hump and thrilled to death that they won the Big Ten title. They made it to the to the post. Right. So if they if they lose to Georgia, they will come back and say. Okay, but we did X, Great Y, Z. season, yeah. Georgia, however, Georgia. is not going to say that. Georgia's like, I am, like, Kirby Smart has to be like, I am sick of losing. Yes. So with to that said, Nick Saban. I'm going to go with Georgia for this game. So you think a rematch of the SEC yeah. championship? As we got to think about it that way and throw that around, I'm with Georgia for that reason. Yeah. Very similar styles. And now, okay, so now you got the national It'll championship come down game. To that. Rematch, Alabama, Georgia. Bama rolls. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Alabama exploited a lot of things. Um they played with some pace, uh limited the Georgia front, um you know, tired them out a little bit there. So they they did what they needed to do and I think Saban is going to Put that much more into that matchup to show that wasn't a fluke. And I don't know what kind of answer does Kirby Smart have to turn the, to, no pun intended, turn the tide on the tide. Here's my thing. It seems like, um, and I'm trying to just like check to make sure I'm not just talking out of my ass but it seems like in matchups like this because now you're worried about that yeah there's always it seems like in the college football playoff like two sec teams make it pretty right regularly um and even going back to before that maybe the year before they started doing the college football playoff when it was uh bama lsu um right regular season when they played that year lsu got bama and it seems so it seems like the team that loses in the regular season or in the SEC championship game, ends up winning the national championship game. So obviously it happened uh, a couple years ago when Georgia and Bama played in the SEC championship game. Right, Bama was number one. Georgia beat them. Alabama still made it, and then Alabama came in, and they that was the bench and Jalen Hurts right. get Tua in there. Tua saves the day. That's the only thing. Like you think they're gonna roll. But like, I'm I'm not sold on Kirby Smart to respond that way, I, and I'm not close enough to even consider betting against Nick Saban. Um, probably the easiest money you would have made all year, Nick Saban plus six. But you know, he he's a phenomenal coach. Surround himself with all five star kids essentially, and has the unique ability to get their attention. And focus on the task at hand. In these next three and a half weeks of practice, he's he's going to have him prepared. I just I, I I don't see how. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, Nick Saban, you give him a month to prepare, it's, yeah. It's game over. Yeah. You think he's preparing for, no, he's not that kind of guy. He's definitely preparing for Cincinnati, but you think he's, like, sneaking in some uh, some Georgia game plan? No, absolutely. I mean, you, you'd be foolish to think that in three weeks you have to prepare for all three. Yeah. You know, because it, you, you look at it like March Madness. You know, if you're going into the Final Four – you have that week to prepare for your opponent, but you're only going to get 48 hours to prepare for that other guy. Yeah. And it could be one of two, naturally. You don't want to you, – you, you're not going to turn a blind eye to that other other game. Yeah. Um, you have to – now, how much time is he physically going to eyeball? Not sure. But that's kind of the unique thing about football as opposed to basketball – if you, you know, you could take it the way, put your OC and your DC on Cincinnati, and you as the head coach can now dabble in all three opponents. Yeah. Um, he's got a like, lit- you- litany of staffers and analysts that he can assign three or four guys each yeah. to those uh, other opponents to break down film and get him prepared. My thing is, you think, okay, they beat Cincinnati – like, do you think he's going to have not obviously a full-blown game plan, but like a loose game plan on, all right, we play Michigan, this is how we're yeah. – okay. if, if I'm if I'm saving it, you would have to think that his his eye is going to be turned Cincinnati, Michigan, Georgia in that order. Yeah. He's way too familiar with Georgia to <coughs> spend the next three and a half weeks really in-depth on the Bulldogs. I think he's really got a um, – when he does turn his eye away from Cincinnati, he's got to be leaning towards Michigan yeah. in preparation. And uh, that was another thing. Do you uh, apparently during the Final Four, um, like, because I told I told Jack when I was talking to him before, I'm like, I think I'm on Michigan, man. I think you just I think you convinced me to root for Michigan. He welcomed me aboard. I thought it was official, and then I'm like, I think you got me, Jack. I think you sold me here on on, on the Wolverines. Even though I think it's going to be an SEC championship rematch, I'm yeah. I'm rooting for the Wolverines. He's like. I don't know if I want that to happen because you jinxed them uh, in the Final Four. I don't remember against apparently Michigan UCLA game. I, what did I did I pick them? Yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, UCLA was a goddamn eleven seed. Like, what was I gonna do? <laughs> what was I gonna do? You were just going chalk. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, that's all you're doing here, right? Michigan's two, Georgia's yeah, three. You're yeah, going Georg- chalk. No, because I'm well. Yeah, technically, but in reality, if I'm thinking what my like what? brain like i think it's going to be sec championship so i think it'll be georgia what's, at bama what's the line of that game of michigan georgia all right i'll throw it out there are you gonna tell me which way you would bet <laughs> and then go the other way trust me anybody out there listening <laughs> that's the way to if, roll if you were in one of the states that is legal legal then... legal gambling oh god i got a oh, national championship there we go whatever i think it's going to the opposite. Also, here are the odds to win. Um, here are the odds to win the national championship. You want to hear them? Go ahead. Bama plus one twenty, Georgia plus one thirty, Michigan plus eight hundred, Cincinnati plus eighteen hundred. No way. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Plus eight hundred. Yeah. I'm not even sure why they have. They have like. I don't want look ahead games. I want I want those games. Damn. 
I gotta find them. All right. So yeah, those are just. I'll try to find the lines of those games, but I gotta. Uh, all right. So Cincinnati, Bama's, Bama's a fourteen point favorite. Fourteen. Yeah. Georgia, eight and a half point favorite. See, like I'm kind of, like with the points, I would potentially think about leaning Michigan because yes, Georgia's offense. Like right. their quarterback is, and their normal quarterbacks, Daniels. I know the kid that's in for him is like doing decent, but he's not. I'm taking Michigan with the points. He's not Bryce Young. Yeah. What are they money line? Michigan plus two fifty money line. It's a little much. It's a little money line. It's two fifty. I don't know if it's a. I don't think it's much. I don't think it's. I don't know. I got to think about that one. That's a pretty good line. If you can't go either way on it, it's a pretty good line. <laughs> yeah. Then like, I guess last thing before we go, Heisman. Bryce, you, you said, Bryce yeah. Bryce Young. Oh, yeah. He won who, it. So who are your finalists? Bryce Young. Ke- it's Bryce Young. Pickett. Pickett. Uh-huh. Um, the kid, uh, Stroud from Ohio State. Seriously. And then Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. So, yes, Kenneth Walker did not get an invite. To the yeah, he's not a finalist. Which wow. listen, just because it's Alabama, Bryce Young definitely did it. He played in a lot of bigger games, but like Kenny Pickett is way better than I thought he was. So this is how we segue into the next show. Your boy Tanner has some interesting Will conversation to have in the next pod. Will he be here? Will he be here? Yeah. Pretty sure it won't work. You sure? Yeah, we'll we'll figure him All out. Right. But that's the segue. He's got to come in and talk and bring in his Kenny Pickett stance and have a great conversation. About Kenny Pickett? Yep. Okay. That's the teaser. That's the teaser. You should have waited because did you see the fake slide that he pulled? Don't stop. That's it. I've got to ask you, though. Sit. Sit. We're not talking about it. Fake slide. Just give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. We're not talking. Should it be a penalty? We're not talking. Thumbs up. We're not talking. I'm gonna keep doing this. The music's playing. Give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you think it was bush league play with the fake slide? Do you think it should be a penalty or something? God, I'm going like this. I'm going like this. God damn it. See you the next one. Take it easy.